Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, welcome to the Red Men TV. It is the uncensored match build-up show as Liverpool prepare to take on Southampton away from home. 19 points clear. We are brought to you in association with Football Index. As you will know, Paul has the Red Men TV's portfolio. There'll be an update to how he's getting on later on in the show, but do go over and check out the Football Index YouTube channel. I'll put a link in the description. Uh, it's absolutely brilliant stuff. The app is brilliant. Paul is really enjoying this. And as I say, we're going to get into it regardless. Um, so I am joined by Adam Rowe, by Ben Kelly and by Errol. I do not know your surname, Errol. Uh, so we'll just say just Errol uh, for this one. I don't know why I always have to fucking say the surnames when there's one person in the room that I don't know the surname yeah. of. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's like I'm showing off. He's like I don't know shared yours. anyway. He what is your surname? The yeah, Smith. If you'd have actually had a guess, you'd have probably got it right there, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, Liverpool taking on Southampton. Uh, Adam, <laughs> Southampton are in pretty good form, and Daniel Ings is their uh, danger man, isn't he? Yeah, but I'm not asked. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fair point. Why? Because we're the best team in the world, and Southampton are not. <laughs> and it'll, as far as I'm concerned, it comes down to that. I expect us to win the game again. I expect us to win it um, in the same style. You know, we beat the likes of West Ham and where we beat Sheffield United in that we'll get a couple of goals and then go, come and get the ball off us. Danny Ingers can't score if he hasn't got the ball. It's kind of the end of the show, really, I suppose. <laughs> um, not more to say. I agree with everything that Adam said. Um, we'll kind of, we'll plough on regardless. There's not much more we? insight I can give him. So, um. We're the best team in the world. Mm-hmm. We're going to win this game. Southampton do need a little bit of credit, though. I mean, I know they've not, they've not beaten us uh, very often at all. Uh, in fact, we've won our last five against them, scoring 13 and conceding two. So you bet you wish you stuck around for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are playing really well at the moment. In fact, on form, they're the third best side in the league. Yeah, the, the, way, the way they deserve a lot of credit f- since losing 9-0 at home to Leicester, yeah. the way Hassan Hootel has regathered them, you know, regrouped, gone, clearly gone back to the drawing board, sat down and, 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 and sorted out the problems. Can I just say it deserves well, a lot of credit for that. I love when a manager gets the chance to do that. Oh, yeah, Everything yeah, yeah. Just it would have been so easy for them to just press the panic button after yeah. that. And he's a fantastic manager, obviously. You know, I know he's, I know he's Austrian. You know, he's, he's very smiley, so people draw those natural comparisons to Klopp, you know, in, in terms of his personality style. But, you know, that's what you need. He's clearly a good personality around the club, and I think it was very sensible to, for them to keep him on board because if anybody was going to be able to get them through that tough period, it is somebody 
somebody with that type of personality and you can see he's repaid them with that you know by, by as i say sitting down and doing what a good football manager should and solving the problem with the team he's made them a lot more difficult to play against he's tightened them up defensively and he's got the tune out of danny ings you know on a consistent basis you know he's, he's been he's, he's been fantastic he's been scoring all the goals they've got good central midfield players to provide him with that as well and i think yeah you're right you know they do deserve a lot of credit for them to, for them to be ninth given where they were you know, October time, late October time, going into the Christmas period where they played all those games. Everybody played a lot of games. But to, you know, to come out of this period now where they are, given how bad things got, I think you know, you're almost looking at, you know, in, in the next few weeks, you know, you'll be talking, as we get towards the end of the season, I mean, Klopp for me is almost a shoo-in, but in terms of manager of the season, yeah. you could almost throw him in that conversation because of the way he's turned things around. Yeah, there. I mean, look, Errol, you know, recently... Uh, he's beaten Palace, he's beaten Leicester, he's beaten Chelsea and he's beaten Tottenham. I think we've got 13 points from the last 18, which is the same, I think, as Manchester City as well. These are good sides that they're beating. Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, it was on Sky the other day saying the real winners of the, the, the Christmas and the January fixtures. And I think, as you were saying, then he was third on that list because of, of the, obviously beating the game teams you've just said there. And I think, am I worried, ultimately? No, because of how good we are. But if we're just giving it isolate for them for a moment and just put the lens on Southampton, you've got to commend them for what they've done and how they've managed to turn a season round. And it's, for them, it'll be a season of two halves. But at the same time, I think the fact that a manager has been able to have that time with the squad to just say, right, we need to iron out all of these. We can't be getting drummed 9-0 by anybody. Even if it's not the best team, just, that just can't happen anymore. And they've gone back to basics and he's kind of... He's done more than steady the ship because, as you're saying, they're sitting there ninth now. Do you know what I mean? Are they, they're, they're higher they're than Arsenal. They've got a point at Arsenal. Says it all. They're above Arsenal. <laughs> it says it all. And considering how the hopes that they had for themselves this season. So I, I, I'm, I'm quite confident that we're going to go out and do the job. But, you know, from a, a neutral perspective, you kind of got to give Southampton a little bit of credit for what they have done. Right. Well, that's their credit given to them. Um, we're going to talk about Liverpool and stuff now. But before we do, I did promise you um, that actually, before we get into it, Paul will be giving an update on his football index portfolio. He's got some exciting things planned, so check this one out. Hello everyone, it's the Football Index Update. I am Paul Mach and I have been set a £1,000 challenge by the people at Football Index to put into a portfolio. The proceeds that are generated from this will be going to a charity of our choice and so far, so good. You can see, if you're watching this on screen, our portfolio cost us £800. 33 pence, yes, uh, and it's currently valued at 823.87, which is a uh, which is up 23.54. Kai Havertz, who I was very, very keen to get rid of this week, um, has finally turned the corner. He's got a 72 pence worth of dividends as well, which is always good to see. So he's finally on the up. Curtis Jones is flying um, up from £2.11 to £2.46, which means our total portfolio value of Kurt Jones is up to 1680 which is great um Trent Alexander-Arnold is absolutely flying as you'd expect because he's just world class um yeah he's up once again from 690 when we brought him in to £7.16 not performing so well Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain despite the fact that he scored against West Ham Joe Gomez which is absolutely baffling given that he's in the form of his life and Sadio Mane we know he's injured at the moment so that will have had a little bit of a negative impact because he can't get on the pitch and he can't perform I, I, the moves I think we're going to make next time. We're going to give it one more, and we're going to see how we get on through the through the break. I want to bring. I'm going to bring Mo Salah in at the next possible opportunity, and I think it's time that we probably, probably move Joe Gomez on. 
And then we'll have a little conversation about Sadio Mane as well. And I think from an outside chance, I'm probably going to bring Timo Werner in. Um, but yes, am I going to do that now? No, because do I have the courage of my convictions on this? No, we'll have to see whether my bottle returns in the coming days. But listen, that is the uh, portfolio update so far. Thank you very much for everyone's suggestions. Keep them coming in. What should I be doing? Which players should I be bringing in? And from looking what we've done so far, do you think it's a good idea to move on Joe Gomez? Because I can't see how he's ever going to... Because Unless he starts banging goals in. Yeah? Yeah, other than that, I don't really know. But yeah, comment below, please. Uh, and also make sure you head over to the Football Index YouTube channel. Check out my podcast appearance over there from a couple of weeks ago. Really, really good stuff. Really fun. Some more insight into the world around Redmen TV, Liverpool Football Club et al. Other than that, back to the show. Right, OK, so we're going to talk about Liverpool now, Adam. A um, few little things that I want to talk about. Uh, is this the game for Fabinho to come back in? It is, yeah. It is? Yeah. OK, I'm surprised. I think it is. I think... Um... I think I think it's probably for Oxley Chamberlain as well, mm -hmm. and I know sort of on the the final word show we've just done, I, I was sort of bigging up Ox and saying he needs to run in the side. I do think he also needs to be managed a bit, and you know he he, he has come back from injuries. I think in this game <laughs> you bring Fabinho in, and if he's still as rusty as he has been in the last couple, you let Henderson and Wijnaldum sort of carry him for the game and get him back up to the speed of Premier League football because we're going to need this lad. I think Fabinho comes in and I think Keita gets some minutes off the bench at mm -hmm. some point as well. Um, I, I, I hate to see both of them just come back into the starting lineup. I think that would be too much of a risk after their layoffs. Um, but yeah, I think Fabinho does come back in uh, and I think it's for Oxley Chamberlain. For Ox, okay. And what, what about Ben? If I then said, look, we know Origi's had some cramps, we think it was. Uh, it looked like a hamstring thing when he, when he does go off against West Ham midweek. But Klopp's come out and said it was cramps. If Origi's not ready to go, is it as simple as throw Ox over onto that left-hand side or would you be thinking about Cater or whatever? Essentially, um, for me, I mean, the, the, I, where's Adam Lallana? You know, like, that's, where, that's, where, that's where I'm thinking. I think he'd be a good player for this game, you know, whether that's on the left of a 4-2-3-1 or on the left of a 4-3-3, you know, you can, you can, you can kind of... When you don't have Origi and Manny, Suddenly, you know, the the conversation about what formation you play and what system you play becomes a little bit more unpredictable because you, you you've not got those players there. The Arigi is obviously always the the the, gen, the general solution to to one of the front three being out. You know, you can pretty much guarantee that he's just going to be dropped in there. I don't think Oxlade Chamberlain's as effective from a wide position, mm -hmm. so I think there's a lot more. I think there's a lot more debate to be had there, and that's why I think that if Arigi isn't fit. The concept of a four-two-three-one becomes more of a real possibility because even though you're still technically playing wide players, they're not they're not playing as wide, and they're not they're not they're not wide players in the traditional sense. They're more they're they're more um, just productive, at, you know, in terms of right and left mid. Yeah, they're more yeah. right and left mid. Yeah, I think that there is a word I'm looking for. I don't know what it is. I can't remember. It'll come to me later. Um, but I think that maybe is where Chamberlain or Lalana or you know, we've seen Cater do it at times where they they play on the on the on the left or the right of a three. So it, it does depend. But also you've got Minamino in there as well. Say, so that's the one that so no that might be the wild card that he decides to throw in if he wants to play Minamino wide. I think it'll but be it, Minamino. If do you think? Isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, I'm not. I've not seen enough of Minamino to be fair. But I'm not. I'm not sure that he's going to be as strong from a wide position. I feel. I. I, I already feel like his path is going to be down the middle for Liverpool. So is he going to be 
Do you not know trust what, him, when you were describing that position, Ben? All I could think about is how Coutinho used to play that left mm. that left hand side. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And I think Minamino might be quite suited to that. Almost like a 10 who comes inside from a, from a wide starting point. Uh, and maybe, that, maybe that's where we see Minamino. But we spoke about it on the final word. So actually, you know, is he going to be that number nine Minamino, something like that? I think for this game, certainly, you'll be looking at Firmino and Salah have got to start. Yep. The talking points about left uh, left forwards. But he chose to rest Trent during the game against West Ham. You know, I think at some point we need to start to think about when are Robbo and when are Trent going to start getting some rest in their legs because they've played an incredible amount of, full, uh, amount of minutes with hardly any rest. Is this a game where you think maybe you could rest one of them? Potentially, it might be a game, but in the next, we've got a spell now of six games where for us, if we get maximum points out of these next six games, we've pretty much got it locked off where we're going to win the league. So I think Klopp, and Klopp's a clever man, he obviously knows that. So I think if he thinks he can just get over that little line in his own head with the squad that he's got with the players that have been up to speed at this point, then after that point, he can then start giving the people that need the rest the rest because. If we don't always win the game, we've already won. We, you know, we don't have to always win the battle because we've already won the war now. He's, he's the got the winter break as well. You know, in terms of obviously, we, we all know what yes, his, yeah, we all know what his plans are for the cup game next week. And actually, if he didn't have the replay, there's potentially a conversation to be had about Curtis Jones in here somewhere. But obviously, yeah. he's going to play on Tuesday, so I, d- I doubt he'll be involved. But I don't even know about that. You know. I don't know whether Curtis Jones plays. I think in, he plays said in that, that he was game. going to. Uh, I don't. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't. Like I know what he's saying about the senior players. Because he's he's past he the first that. team squad. I think he might give It makes very little sense to me for him to not play Curtis Jones in that game. You know he should be the captain. He should captain. He should definitely captain that side. But but you know, for argument's sake, let's say well, you know. But what I'm saying is that he's 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 
utilising this. He's going to utilise this two-week break properly, and then yeah, you're right. As you said, he's going to get opportunities probably to rotate as we do wrap up the league and we do begin to look at the Champions League as well. He'll begin to rotate those players when we have to balance those games again. And I think actually the very short term. In the very short term, he'll be saying to the likes of Alexander-Arnold, Robertson, um, maybe Jordan Henderson and Wijnaldum, who played a lot of football as well, just just get through this Saturday yeah. and then there's a two-week break. You know, yeah. you're going to have a week off and then maybe we're going to go into warm weather training, but just just give me what you can for this next 90 minutes and then there's then, then there's it, it does lighten up, you know, for the next couple of weeks. And I think they can see that as well as the players. They're mm. starting to see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel for themselves, really, and all that pressure of, oh, is it your year he's going to... Mm. Once it's mathematically done, they don't have to answer any more questions. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? And they can then just focus on the next task, which is obviously the what Klopp's geared them up to do anyway, which is what you're saying there about the Champions League and then the rotation. And I think they'll be, obviously because it's wrapped up and it's done, obviously they're going to be elated, but they're going to be happy in themselves to be like, right, I can, I can afford the rest now because there's not that pressure, there's not that thing hanging over me. It's, it, that's done and we can actually start looking forward to the next trophy that we could potentially win and it's more of a, a new challenge thing. So it's about keeping me body fit and healthy and ready and when it's my time again to go we go again so there's a there's a couple of records it seems like every week adam we're, we're approaching one of these records at the moment doesn't it and before we get into what liverpool could do southampton have won their last four away games which is quite interesting uh, but liverpool have won their last 19 premier league home games only city have done more in the premier league era and they managed 20, 20. <laughs> so we're about to equal their premier league record if we win this game <laughs> just it's every week though now isn't it and you know you, you don't doubt that Liverpool can go and do this no I don't like Southampton are in great form and they're a good side and so I'm going to sort of echo slash repeat what these have already said the fact that the manager was given the, the time to turn this round is phenomenal and Southampton deserve a lot of credit and if they were one of the best teams in the world I might be worried mm. I, I don't even know if I would be if this was if this was any team in the world at the minute, the form we're in and the way we're playing, I expect us to win the game. But it is Southampton and they are a limited side and they're in form, but they're not the team that we are. And our players knowing they've got that two break coming up two week break coming afterwards. No matter who you give, are at the give moment. Give your all in this game, yeah. you can go hundred percent or we're gonna match that record. We're gonna win this game. No, the, the, no matter who you are at the moment, Southampton, you're know, they're, they're a good Premier League side and they're in good form. It's such a daunting task to come to Anfield in terms of you just know the gulf between you and the team that you're playing yeah. is on another level. And, and you stood in that tunnel and you stood and you walk out in front of all those fans. And you, like, you go, it's a cliche, Are but you, you're beaten cold? before you walk out on the no, pitch. No, it's at Anfield. It's at Anfield. Yeah, it's Anfield. Oh, okay, okay, cool. you, 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 you're beaten before you walk out on the pitch at the moment. And, and City went through a period like that over the last couple of seasons where it was the same. I'm not sure that they've got, you know, there's a couple of chinks in their armour showing now. But right now, you're, you're a Southampton player. You're somebody like... Jack Stevens or something like that, you know, and you're, you're lining up alongside Virgil van Dijk, Mo Salah, just go home. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what teams have been doing. We spoke about this on the final word show against West Ham. It's exactly what West Ham did. Teams are beaten before they've come out at the moment, uh, and that's what seems to be everyone's problem. But you know, how do you go about it? Do you go and try and get three points against us and get hit on the counter attack, or do you just roll over and let them let us tickle your tummy? Well, when when I was saying obviously on the final word, it's about context. I think this is one of them games where Southampton can afford to give us a game. 
Yeah. Because now they've got themselves into that place of safety. They can see where are, how far are it's like a measuring stick and how far are we off off the best team in the world. And the only way to find that out is by trying to give them a game of footy. And I think Southampton are the one of those teams that could set up in that way. But as you said before, you could end up like a Leicester and get slapped for well, and Hassan Hustle knows that if he does come and get beat nine nil, he's probably not gonna lose his job. <laughs> so he, he he might just throw the dice and go like, let's try and do something you know, different. Might as well. Look at Watford. You know, Watford took us by surprise, really, because they came in at a go. I think I think we're going to look at. I think we're looking at a very similar game to, to how the Watford game went in the sense of you know we do expect us to win, but in terms of you'll have them very organised defensively, and then they'll be set up to try and just just nick a goal. And, and Watford, you know, they had the, they had the chances to do that. That's the game that sticks out to me at the moment over the course of the season about how you know Liverpool have just. Rocked up, got under a little bit of pressure, but ultimately done what everybody expected them to do. And, and if those Wofford chances would fall to a Danny Ings, I'd fancy Danny yeah, Ings. Exactly, to put one of them yeah, in the yeah, he's a, well, he's a good fair. player. He's I liked it player. last season when he couldn't play against us when yeah. he was on low. Uh, that was, He'll get a good nice reception as well, you know. Yeah, he will he do. Yeah. Very, very Klopp was talking about him, wasn't fans, he? Yeah. Klopp was talking about him midweek. You don't want a good game anyway, but it is. Um, okay, so prefer the Levens time then, because we've got to wrap up shortly. Is anyone doing anything a little bit strange, or are we all just Go hoping that Origi plays, throwing him on the left hand yeah. side, and then does it, is anyone doing anything different? I'm putting Fabinho in with Henderson and Wijnaldum. Me and too, and I'm three. if we're doing actual preferred, even if Origi's ready, I want to see Minamino. Okay, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Minamino if Origi's not, but I would have just kept the ox and just got one more game out of him because he's going to get a two week break and then bring Fabinho back in with the full group after that. There's benefits. Thing. There's so benefits to everything. You know, I think I don't think Oxlade Chamberlain is going to be particularly tired. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't think that's a, I don't think that's an issue. Fitness and maybe it'll do him good to just have another game. You know, he's been on an extended run of starts now that, that's doing him good. So there's there's definitely benefits to him. And he'll I just probably think, be fuming yeah. if he gets dropped after the Scored one game the he performed. And yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I but but, well. but but I just feel like given the two week break, I want Fabinho to have a few more minutes in the legs before then. Take, have some time to switch off and go again after the after the winter I think break. for me, I think, you know, I know Minamino plays against Everton and that's at Anfield, but he's played against Wolves away from home. He's played against Shrewsbury away from home. I think you, from a mental standpoint, integrating him into the first team in a home game before he goes away and has time to think about what's happened, I think that might be a good opportunity for us yeah. to almost put our arm around him and go, you are part of this squad, mate. You know, yeah. everyone's going on holiday now, but you've got your first game at Anfield so I'd, I'd maybe be looking to bring in Minamino as well sure. other than that the midfield about stays the same dead quickly then uh, we're going to do rival fixtures um, we're really more looking at second to fifth here uh, <laughs> than anything else but Leicester play Chelsea uh, Errol who wins that game? Uh, Leicester okay Ben Man United Wolves give me some good news Wolves <laughs> Adam uh, Burnley Arsenal draw what, why? Why is that on the rival fixtures? We're looking at second. <laughs> yeah. We're looking at second. I mean, okay. Arsenal are in oh, the bottom the half. Okay. <laughs> you do Spurs versus Man City then. Um, ah, Man City. Will, Man City we'll, 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 we'll finger them, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, there you go. Uh, that has been the Uncensored Match Build Up Show. Don't forget to check out Adam Rowe. His tour is about to start. It's adamrowe.co.uk forward slash shows. Yeah, going all over the place Leeds, Manchester, Bristol, Brighton, Birmingham, Glasgow, Liverpool, obviously. I'm coming all over the place. And uh, <laughs> there you go. I didn't mean that. That's what we like to see. <laughs> didn't mean that. Did not mean that. You're both horrible, horrible people. Um, <laughs> awful. And 
My level of humour is slightly above <laughs> that. that. <laughs> so if you do want to come and see some comedy that isn't... I was about to say none of it's about cum, but that's not true. <laughs> Either, um, there's some cum in it uh, and some non-cum. <laughs> Jokes. Yeah. Brilliant. I mean, what a plug. What a, what a plug. <laughs> I've, been, I've been to see him. I saw him in Liverpool uh, in October, I think it was. It was... One of the funniest nights out I've had in so long. Like, took the wife along, she pissed herself laughing, and I pissed myself laughing. About a thousand people were just wetting themselves. The support act was brilliant. But, you, you know... And you... I do... Uh, I should plug that as well. I'm trying to plug it everywhere. I'm doing a new weekly podcast called Have A Word. It's on Apple, Spotify, and Podbean. It's the Have A Word podcast with Adam Rowe and Dan Nightingale. And Dan Nightingale's the guy who opened for me that night. Uh, it's gone really well. If you want to check out a new podcast, get that downloaded. Yeah, it's brilliant as well. But anyway, thank you very much for watching... Uh, thank you very much for subscribing to the Redmen TV. Drop a like on the video and we'll see you next time. Ta-ra. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum.